When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. I'm in here with Jake Paul. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? It's crazy to finally get you on here. Epic collab. I know. I feel like we've known each other, talked about it for a while, but yeah. here we are. Here we are, finally. You were, we ju- are. you were just telling me off camera that you have a fight that you'd like to announce, and that we're actually going to be holding this podcast until, until the, the fight is announced, happens, which yeah. I'm excited about. Who the fuck are you fighting? I'm fighting a guy by the name of Gib. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so that actually went through. Oh, wow, yeah. That, that's been years in the, in the making, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a lot of people don't know who he is. So, I feel like it's my job to like explain who he is. Okay. To so that people get excited about the fight. I mean, the way to contextualize it is to be like KSI's boy, right? KSI's best friend. That's how I say it. And it's kind of a stepping stone. So, KSI agreed that uh, if I beat Gib, then he will fight me after that. So that's why I'm doing it. Wow. So Gib is undefeated. He's two and zero. Oh. He he had two fights on the undercard, uh, undercards of both of or both of like the last uh, YouTube fights, and uh, he has he has all of KSI's fan base behind him. So right, he's got that he's got that strong UK fan base. Wow. But. Uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna knock the, knock the kid out. Is there anything, any kind of personal animosity between you and him? Uh, I don't know, like to what extent, you know, KSI and Logan really truly hated each other before the fight. Yeah, but is there is there anything building up to this? Yeah, no. So like, I think I think there's like beef that's like kind of become real, but like I didn't know who uh, who Gib was until um, he came up to me at the Challenger Games, mm. that my, the event that my brother and I threw, and he came up to me and he's like, "We should fight. We should fight." And I was just like, uh, uh, "Yeah, yeah, like that would be cool." <laughs> Such a weird like YouTube world where yeah. someone <laughs> says that, and what it really means is like, "We should fight if it makes sense for both of us financially." Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's weird as fuck. And I didn't, I didn't really know what he was meant. And then my brother came up. My brother knew who he was, and he was like, "Yeah, that'd be a sick fight between you guys." And so I go home and I like was like, "Oh, he like had a fight before, and it was on the same card. Like we fought on the same night, but I, I just." Didn't know. I just didn't pay attention to those other fights. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. I don't even know what you're talking about. Just but, the, him confronting yeah, you and saying he wanted to fight you. Yeah, so that's where I, that's where I f- uh, figured out like who he was, and and from there he just talked shit online. But like I don't I don't know the kid. Like I don't I've never watched his videos. Like sure he's a nice kid, uh, but he made he made a mistake by like talking shit and like wanting to fight me because he's he's smaller than me. He's uh, weighs less than me. He's not as athletic, but somehow, like I'm, I. What's crazy about it is like the way it's positioned now, and like what you see like online. It's like I'm the underdog, which is weird. Like he, like people think he is going to to beat me, and like truly, truly believe it. So it's like Mm. before my last fight, like I, I wasn't like I was the top dog, and now I'm the now I'm the 
technically the underdog, which is which is why it's like weird. What's really motivating you in terms of this one? Because we sort of have seen this whole thing play out with Logan in terms of, you know, I feel like he wanted to do some sort of like image repair, just give himself something new. He needed a, something to make people reimagine who he was as an entertainer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think par that's partially what it is for me. I think, you know, I got, I, I burnt out. Like there was a period where like, I was filming every single day for two years and I was like, yo, like, like this isn't fun for me anymore. Like I don't want to do this anymore. And like the fight stuff like just popped in front of our faces and we were like, yo, this makes sense. This is fun. This is something we enjoy that we, and we can make a lot of, a lot of money here. So it checked all the boxes. And, uh, for me, like I kind of found myself as a person when I put down the vlog camera uh -huh. of like that character that I was like portraying for two years, like just being like a loud, obnoxious asshole and like to get more and more views. And as soon as I put down the camera and like started to live like a real life and like just train every single day and like not have to film, I like found myself as a person and I, and I grew up over, over the past, like however, like 18 months it's been since the, since I first fought and uh it, it, that has been super refreshing to be able to to not be like sucked into the youtube world where like you know you just like want more and you try you try and get more views and it's like a, such an unhealthy thing that's like a never ending cycle right and you see a lot of youtubers like go through it and so for me like that initially was something that i that i loved and i didn't realize it till later that you know i was actually finding myself kind of through fighting um which is cool because it's weird like when you're a youtuber like with with your stuff in particular it's like i kind of saw the direction you were going where your content sort of kept getting more and more like kid friendly and like you know sort of aimed specifically at a younger audience yeah. and it's interesting because it's like if you just want to follow what's getting you views and what's making you money then you go in a certain direction but that direction might not necessarily be who you are as a person or who you're changing into as a person but because you know it's very hard to like separate like who the real version of you is and who the version of you that you're using to market yourself is you know it's like it's it's viewed this it's hard to separate that yeah no and 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 it's it, it can like fuck you in the mind and it, and it like was a it was like a struggle for me you know because like i port and and it like was a sword that like came back to cut me like i portrayed myself online a certain way mm. like that's not who i was in, in real life but so like the world knows me as this person who i'm not and now and now i don't want to do that anymore mm. like i don't want to be that person anymore like it's time to grow up and like be myself but but i'm almost now behind the eight ball because i got all my attention and like views and like media and press and like people the general public knows me for this and now it's like okay i i'm done like i don't want to be kid friendly anymore time to grow up be myself like start swearing on camera like that was like such a like i didn't even think i could do that and so here i am now as a 22 year old about to turn 23 like being myself and it's like this weird thing where like half of the half of the uh internet hates me for for someone i'm not and half of the internet loves me for someone i'm not so i'm like in this like mm -hmm. weird parallax of like switching fan bases growing up like gaining new fans some of my most loyal fans are like you're not the same anymore like we like the old jake i'm like that wasn't me sorry right. but like this is who i am and it's time to like be myself and like not do any more inauthentic shit for views right
And what better way than to like, you know, the boxing is the kind of thing that if you can get in the ring and do that, then people are just going to respect that. Like with with Logan taking the L in that last fight, in a lot of ways, it doesn't matter because he did yeah. all of the, the training and everything. And people, I think that is a very powerful thing in terms of making people sort of reconsider who you might be because they, they know that you went ahead and trained for something that the average person just wouldn't take on. You have to be serious about this if you want to go for it. Yeah, you can't, you can't, like, you can't play boxing and... You know, that's, I think that's like all part of it. I think it's a good way to kind of like show who I am really as a person because there's going to be a lot of like attention and light and like media on, on this upcoming fight. And when I beat Gibb and then go to fight KSI, I'm kind of able to explain to the world like that what I kind of just explained to you. Like I'm, I'm just different now. Like I'm just, I'm older, I'm grown up, I'm more mature. And that's kind of like... That's that's why I think it's cool, and I found a way to do something that I love, which is which boxing. I love it; it's fun, and, and I don't have to be picking up the camera every single day to put on like uh, some sort of bullshit show. Right. Okay, Jake Paulers. This podcast is sponsored by Eagle Energy. Eagle Energy is a caffeine inhaler pen. I swear to God, these things are a lifesaver. They're available at myeagle.energy. And if you use promo code NOJUMPER22, then you can actually get 22% off. These things are way better than a cup of coffee or energy drink or anything like that. Caffeine inhaler pen. I swear to God, you're gonna love it. Back to the content. Uh, how scared are you? Are you of losing? No, I'm not scared. You know, like it doesn't weigh on your consciousness. No, and I think the re the reason why is because I literally have done and am doing every single thing possible to get the W. Mm. So. You know, there's not going to be like a moment where like I'm walking up, I'm walking into the ring and I'm like, damn, wish I would have trained harder that one practice or wish I wouldn't have done that that one day. Right. Or, you know, like I'm, I'm training to the point where like I have to, I have to pull myself back and not overtrain because that's a great feeling overtraining is like a, a real thing it's so. a great feeling when you realize like, oh shit, like I really need to like take a day or two off because I've done so much this week. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like I've put the work in, you know, and, and like to me, losing is just like not an option. I think I spoke to my brother like after the fight and he's like, I've taken so many L's and like bounced back from it. So like maybe there was a thought in my head where if I took an L in this fight, then I would just be able to bounce back from it and like be fine. And to me, I just don't have that mindset. Like to me, it's like, it, it, like if you lose it's like the end of the world almost like right so uh yeah just I, i'm not scared of it i know it's a possibility as boxing anything can happen i'm not ignorant to that uh but if i do everything possible train as hard as possible get the best best coach best people around me then uh then it, it's really just up to me to finish finish the job does it like when you look at the lifestyle that you could be living like when you're a vlogger it's this very like self-indulgent thing where you're just making this movie about yourself every day and i think it kind of you know it doesn't incentivize you to be serious really about your life it doesn't there's no reason not to just sort of like party and bullshit and just hang out and not you know it's like yeah, what, what is the incentive like it sort of creates a version of yourself that maybe is not that admirable in comparison to the boxing thing yeah no you're 100 right you wake up every day when you're vlogging and you're like what 
what's the most fun thing I can do today? What, what? To look fun, not, exactly, not actually exactly. fun. I might want to sit on the couch, but for this, I got to go out and I got to do this shit. It's so know. toxic. Like I, like, I feel, I feel bad for anyone who has to like go through that and then like realize after like what the, what they just did. Right. Cause it's like a mental fuck, but uh, yeah, bo- boxing is like super healthy. Like, you know, you have to be focused. You, you can't be partying. You can't really, you're not even really supposed to be having sex with girls like oh like God. once you, a week. You're into that too? Yeah, it's a it's a thing. Like I've, I've had sex the night before sparring and like you you don't have, like your legs are like shaking. Really? It like takes away like your like power. I don't know. I don't understand the science behind it, but it's a real thing. So I feel like I operate the same with or without jizz inside of my body. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And it's so <laughs> maybe you're a god you're some sort of god <laughs> but i've also never really tried to do the boxing thing so i don't know it's like, once you get punched in the head really so so i can i can have sex the night before a practice like a boxing practice where we're just hit punching the bag doing mitts push-ups whatever running that's fine but i think it has to do with like once you get hit in the head and like your body's in like fight or flight mode, and then you don't have any testosterone, right? And then something to do with that, but yeah, it's no. a real thing. Like fucking, it's that, crazy. That makes sense. No, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I, I think it's gonna be a beautiful thing. What does Tana feel about this? Is she worried at all? Uh, she, I don't think she like she like even when Logan was getting in the ring, she was just like nervous and like scared and like had anxiety. A lot of girls are like that with this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but I think she's like, go get your bag. Like you're so focused. Like I'm proud of you. And it, but it sucks because like we we would hang out so much more. Um, but I'm like training twice a day. Right. You know, and it just I can't. I gotta go to sleep. Gotta get your rest. Right. So you can't really have distractions and it's hard to do all the normal hard. shit like you could just go over somebody's house and hang out and you're thinking about sleeping and eating and exactly resting it, it, it's such a i had that's why i have such respect for like just athletes in general it's like you have to sacrifice so fucking much to to be at the top of the game and it's like it's a lot like you said like you like i basically don't have a life you know like so, so do you feel like this is like when you're training for a fight, like if you're really in a fight camp, like would you know when this fight is going to take it's place? It's Jan- January 30th in Miami, Super Bowl weekend. January 30th, like in one month? Yeah. Holy shit. So you've been in training camp for this? Yeah. So I did Logan's whole training camp oh, with okay. him. And then I've now, um, now I've been doing my own training camp. So wow. I've been training for fucking a long time. So you've known about this <laughs> for a few months. No, no. I was just training because I knew I was going to fight somebody. Right. And... And then obviously it just made the most sense. I did a poll actually. So I did a poll. So a lot of people online were like, oh, Jake's like ducking this guy. He won't, he's scared to fight Gib. He's scared to fight Gib. And uh, I did a poll to see like, okay, who does my audience want me to fight? Like who's going to get the most votes? Right. Because I wanted to fight the person who would get the most votes. So put out a poll. It gets like a million votes and the majority were for Gib. Okay. So 
I was like, all right, I'm going to fight this kid. And then from there on, just like work was working on the deal uh, behind the scenes to, to get it done. Uh, but bottom line is I'm not like uh, for anyone out there that thinks I was ducking him. Like I, I cannot wait to get my hands on this kid. What made him the most appealing fight though? Because like when you look at Logan and KSI, they're both fucking huge for you. You're fighting somebody that's a bit smaller than you. People think he's like an animal. Like people think he's like, like, cause when he fights, he has a lot of energy okay. and like he like comes forward and he's like aggressive. Uh -huh. And so people like take that, like people who don't understand boxing and they're like, Oh my God, he's such, he's so good. He's so good. Uh, and, 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 I, and he's been training with KSI and their friends and like, he's undefeated as well. So he's just beat up like two bummy kids. <laughs> uh, and, they're, they only fought for like a couple of rounds. But was it important um, to you because you ultimately want to avenge the Paul brother name yeah, by taking on KSI? That's what it is. Like yeah. I have to beat KSI. Right. I have to beat KSI. And it's like I beat KSI's brother, Deji, um, and, and KSI beat my brother. Right. And so now I'm going to beat KSI's best friend or one of his best friends and I'm coming for KSI. And it's like I like – I, I have to be KSI. There's like no option. Like that's like the ultimate fight that's out there right now. Like that's what I think everyone would, would want to see. Mm -hmm. And Logan said it himself. And, you know, I believe it too. And not to shoot my own horn, but I'm just a better boxer than Logan. And, and just more technically sound and just understand the sport more. Uh -huh. uh, Is Logan over the idea of fighting anybody else on like a real stage i think he wants to do mma really yeah because we have a wrestling background right and and a little bit of jujitsu and so he that's what he wants to do like he wants to get a ufc fight or some some crazy shit like that i mean dana white has said positive things about him sort of right yeah recently so after the last fight they're like oh he could actually fight like he even joe rogan i saw very positive about like his yeah. potential yeah so i mean i i think it's like I think it could definitely happen. I mean, I think it's something that Logan, like to me, what it seems like is Logan wants, like it's just something that he needs to do, almost like a bucket list type of thing. Right. More so. How much do you think it hurt Logan when he lost though? Because it's it's interesting. It's like he gets all the notoriety. He gets all the money. He goes through the whole thing. He doesn't really get fucked up. It's not like the Fousey 2 fight where his face is all fucked up. Yeah. The only thing he doesn't get is he doesn't get his hand raised in yeah. the ring. like, And that's kind of the conversation. And, and it, Yeah, and it sucks because he got the two points taken away. Right, and so even more controversial. So it's more yeah. con – I think – and that's why to him it's like he lost, mm. you know, quote, unquote. But he still gets 99% of the positive yeah. things <laughs> yeah. from the fight. It's just yeah. the fact that he doesn't get to say he won. Yeah. I, I mean – I don't think it's like I think it affected him for like the first like week he was upset, you know, like he was pissed off and like he has a big ego, obviously. But again, it's like he literally lost in the best possible way. Mm. Like there's no better way to lose. Like you said, like didn't get fucked up. Technically would have won if the two points didn't get taken away. So it's like, did he really lose? He made a bunch of money. Um, would you have wanted to fight Fusi too if he had won that other fight? That would have been so good. Yeah. Me versus Fusi too. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I would have fucking fucked him up even worse. Like, I, just as a I, fan, I would love to see that. Jake Paul versus Fuji. <laughs> I want to fight all the YouTubers, man. Like, I think it's fun. Like, I think it's like it's great. It's great business. It's great marketing. It's like it's exciting. It's different. Like, the internet's so boring. I was just like talking about this. Like, the internet's so like 
just dry i feel like mm. just like all the same shit always like like when like you have the video when like mgk comes up to you and like slaps your thing i was like this is exciting <laughs> yeah that was fun i was like this is cool like some like like this is cool rap like i like yeah shit goes down in the rap world no, right? no, it's a little that, bit a little bit of fun <laughs> that's what i'm saying like we need like the internet side of shit needs like more fucking spunk man like uh, yeah. i think i think it's part of it's fighting like it's just it's it's exciting so i want to fight a lot of fucking people but definitely ksi is number one on on the hit list adam salah wasn't real considered he is like little right like i don't know how much oh, he, yeah, he is little compared to you that's true that's slim his friend slim yeah they, is a bit bigger they, they just like keep on running their mouths but it's like like they need to like prove themselves more, you know. Like they need to go, they need to climb the ladder, mm. right? Is it weird with the fighting thing because it's like you're just a walking, talking clout opportunity for other YouTubers? Yeah. They were already using you for fucking clickbait, like for the <laughs> past few years. But then with the fighting thing, now you can say, "I want to fight Jake, Jake Paul." Paul. <laughs> it's obviously not going to happen for ninety nine point nine percent of the people who say it. It's just you're an opportunity for people to talk about you. It's, it has to have been weird to get used to that, huh? Yeah, it's weird. It, and like, it, it also kind of, it, it just like, it doesn't suck, but it's just like, all right, dude, like, like you're not everyone's even, doing it. Like, come up, like, create it more, the more creative way. Or you're like, not even interested or shocked when it's like, it's like normally somebody saying they want to fight you is really going to stand out to you. And you're just like, all, all right. right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Add it to the list. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, and that's what it is. Is like if it, even with Gib, it's like I procured the fight deal, and like made it all happen. And like I was sitting there with the zone, and they're like, they wanted me to fight Gib, but mm. I could have fought anybody, and it would just it would it would be just as big of an event. And so I'm literally going to Gib, handing him so much clout, and handing him. A bag of money that he probably would not be able to get otherwise. Exactly, yeah. and, and it's just like a weird. It's an interesting position uh, to be in, but I'm. I guess I'm blessed. Like I'm. I'm thankful that I'm able to be in that position and like grateful, and and it's cool. But <laughs> does money govern a lot of the decision making that you do? Because like you know, you were probably making a shitload of money doing brand deals and YouTube and everything. The whole merch thing. It's like. I'm, I'm sure that the check for doing the boxing thing is good, but at the same time, like, would it make more sense for you to focus on YouTube? And does it just not appeal to you to the extent that you're just like, fuck it? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think in the in this part of in the early part of my career, like a lot of my decision making was based off of like, yeah, like which set, where am I gonna get the most money out of? Right. And uh, for me now, it's like more so asking myself the question, like, where do I see myself in five years? Mm. What do I actually like to do? And, you know, is this fun? And is this something I can see myself doing for a long time? Mm. Uh, which like the fighting thing, it, like is yes to, to all of that. Um, and obviously, like I'm a business person at the end of the day, though, like, let's be fucking real. Like there's a lot of fucking money to be made in, in fighting. And I look at someone like, like not to talk shit, but like, like Andy Ruiz, for example, mm -hmm. who, who just fought Anthony Joshua, for those who don't know, like w one of the best heavyweights out there. And he's my boy. Like I fuck with him. Like cool guy, nice guy. But he had 200,000 followers on Instagram. Mm. And he was making like $5 million a fight. And so it's like there's so much room to come in and innovate in in the boxing space and like that's what excites me mm. like 
seeing a space that is so old and has like a set way of doing things. And then you have these people who a lot of us in this room haven't really heard of or are making more money than you and I sitting at this table sure. just because they go into the ring and, and, and literally get $5 million for like how, like 40 minutes of their time. Yeah. It's kind of like crazy. And to me, it's like, it's exciting to, to be venturing into that into that business. I mean, the richest athlete of all time is Floyd Mayweather, right? So, right. And obviously, like, I'll never be at the highest level of professional boxing because these people have been doing it their whole lives. But I think there's a huge business play. And, and again, if you take away everything that Jake Paul does, like, like where I, like what I started off as is like an entrepreneur. And so, you know, um, there it's exciting. And I think there's a huge business in, in, like celebrities and influencers fighting and i think it i think we're just like scratching the surface i think everyone's gonna want to start to do it because of the money that's there like youtube isn't paying as much i mean the demonetizing all these yeah. fucking people like you know there's so much there's so much competition out there for brand deals like you see people with who just got a million followers and have crazy engagement they don't have any money so they're undercutting the market and taking so much less money right. for brand deals and it screws up the market for the bigger people and it's just like it's uh it's it's becoming harder to monetize in in this space does it so. appeal to you that you get to just sort of with the boxing thing you get to sort of just live your life whereas when you were dating erica and shit it was like you were just sort of constantly using your relationship for clickbait and that's got to take its toll on your relationship as well as yourself yeah i know 100 percent. like yeah. fan like when fans get involved in your relationship when press like when you are relying on someone else like being your content mm. and it like becomes this like big like mixed like confusing what's real and what's fake exactly and you it, don't know it's so it's so unhealthy so yeah like that's what i mean like it, with the boxing shit i've been able to like find myself as a, as a person like uh and, and not have to live like a fake fucking life right which you know, there, there was parts of my vlogs that were like real, you know, like there were storylines that were real, but then it would be like, all right, we don't have shit to film today. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we going to do? And your shit got so big that you got like a whole team around you that's helping sort of make this shit happen and yeah. coming up with ideas and stuff. And that's a lot of pressure because you just wake up and you're not in the mood to do this shit and you don't really have a choice because you got all these employees. What the hell are they there for if you're yeah. not filming something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a lot of pressure. And it, and it got harder and harder to, to keep up with because, like, the empire was growing and growing and growing. And mm. you just get so many, um, so many fucking, like, problems arise. And that's the other thing is, like, with, like, I, like I'm literally in, like, four lawsuits right now, I want to say. From, from different vlogs? From vlogging, What yeah. is it? Like, people that gets in the background of the vlog or fucking with their property or something? Yeah, exactly. Like, background. Like, I'm not exactly allowed. To, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. But, uh, like, the, like, just stupid shit. That people just see an opportunity to make money because of a potential, like, harm that they went through or some shit and it's like with boxing like 
don't have any of that. <laughs> like, right. like no one can say shit or sue me because I'm training in my fucking backyard. When you think back on that like iconic scene with you jumping around on top of that fucking news van and stuff, it was like that was very much you putting yourself into this very specific role of being like, no, I'm gonna be the troll, the troublemaker, the like rambunctious <laughs> yeah. kid. Like I'm gonna play this role up so much, yeah, and I'm gonna make a lot of people fucking hate me, but I'm gonna make myself way more famous. Like, does that? outlook on life feel completely foreign now yeah yeah no if it, it, it feels foreign for sure um because i guess that situation is like different mm. like that situation to me like it was like exactly what you're saying like i just thought it was like hilarious and i was like i'm gonna be an asshole and like i like no one's ever fucked around on the news before and like i thought it was funny you know and like and I portrayed myself in like a stupid way. Um, but yeah, that, like now it seems, yeah, now like it seems so, like I wouldn't do that now. Like I couldn't imagine doing that now. Like, And the crazy thing is that there might've been a different reaction if it was like Jake Paul at 18 with a million subscribers doing some shit like that versus Jake Paul a couple of years later with a huge platform. And now all of a sudden you have so many people looking at you from a different perspective where it's like, you're all of a sudden your content is going out to people way beyond your fan base and that yeah. changes like how your shit is going to be received right yeah yeah like you have to you have to be like more careful you know like at the start of your career you can do whatever you can kind of get away with a lot you don't of even shit. know what it's like to get like lawsuits or negative publicity exactly. or whatever so you're just if anything you're trying to bait people into talking about you no, when you 100%. first start out you'd be happy 100%. as fuck if you could get yeah. on the news for anything yeah yeah, it's interesting to think about like this shift. Like, when does it shift to like, oh shit, now I gotta like not do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But, you know, fuck, like, there's no blueprint to this world. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's like fucking crazy. Like, I feel like we're all just figuring it out as we go. Like, especially with like social people on social media. Like, you know, like, it's a, such a new space. You mm -hmm. know, you look at, you look at so many other industries. Like, if you wanna be a singer, it's like there's a fucking model for that. Mm -hmm. And there's like so many companies to help you do that. And you sign to a label and you work with writers and you go to the studio and you drop a project and like you market yourself. And obviously there's more to it than that. But with social media, it's like what like there's not really like a set formula, which is why you see people like myself, like fighting people, like <laughs> doing this, mm -hmm. doing that. Like it's kinda it's 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 interesting, I think. Um we'll start to see there become like a more set way of, to do things. Right. But right now it's just all innovation. Do you think YouTube, like, are you feeling it when you see like a Will Smith make his appearance on the platform or does that feel inauthentic because it's like, you're clearly kind of just doing this to revive your career. And like, we're <laughs> people who are making YouTube videos with no budget at one point. And now you're yeah. somebody coming in the game with a big old team helping you create this content. Does that strike you as odd? So for me, like specifically with that example, Will Smith, I thought he did a great job at at it, mm. and like, I think, I think his he like actually took the time to like learn how to do it and make good content on the platform, which is why I don't like I don't mind it. Like kudos to him, and, and I think it's smart. Mm. I think it's super smart, and obviously YouTube loves it. Th that's the thing that I don't like is like YouTube favor like will favor will smith over the creators that have been 
fucking hustling on their platform for years and years and years. Like Will Smith posts a video, trending. Mm-hmm. Will Smith posts a video, trending. Will Smith posts a video. The kid in fucking Iowa who's paying his mom's fucking hospital bills, like they're not showing him any fucking love. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's the part I don't like. But I thought Will Smith did a good job. I think there's other celebrities though, like I, I don't even know. Like they just they've fallen flat, but who've come onto the platform and like not made good to content and it's failed even worse. Right. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a tough platform. Yeah. Like you can't just come in and like fuck around. Like people think, Oh, you're a YouTuber. Like you wake up every day and you just film a fucking video and then post it and you make a shitload of money and you're a millionaire. Like it's so much harder than that. It's so much more thorough than that. It must feel so, uh, like, overwhelming when you go out to do a video and then you get a fucking lawsuit about it and it costs you 10 times as much as you could have made from that video bro literally legal like dealing with legal is like the worst fucking it's like it's like my worst nightmare right it's like you have to do an hour phone call like every like almost every day about just talking about the stupidest shit and like and while you're on that phone call you're paying like that hour phone call just costs you a thousand dollars because each lawyer on that phone call is four hundred fifty dollars an hour, and that are, like it's just the most, it's the it's the craziest, like it's the craziest thing. But for me, it's about setting the precedent of like, oh, you want to sue me? I'm not just gonna like roll over and give you money. Right. Like I'm fighting this to case to make it go away. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm not, I don't want it to just go away. I'm fighting this case, and like, and you're gonna pay for my legal fees. Right. So that's my mindset. On it. Like, bro, I didn't do anything fucking wrong. Like. You're just, this is a cry for money and fuck you. Like I'm fighting this shit versus just being like, oh yeah, here's like 10K to be quiet or 50K to be quiet. Like that's not, that's not my mindset towards it. That makes it more attractive to just stay in the crib and just not go out really and not fuck with people because don't doesn't it start to feel like oh when i go to the club some shit might happen yep. when i go out and film a vlog on the street some shit might happen so i yep. just want to stay away <laughs> from that. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's like I have a I have a target on my back, mm. like just in general, like because I'm Jake Paul. Like that name has become like so like I don't even know how to describe it, but there's definitely a big target, and people see money, uh, and yeah, like I don't I don't like to. I don't like to go like in public and just like fuck around anymore. Like, which is crazy because it gets to a point where like a lot of my first original videos were just like going uh, around in public, like messing around, like hanging with strangers, hanging with like my small amount of fans that would recognize me. And now it's like I can't even I can't even go film anything. I can't I can't prank people. I can't do anything because they're just like, oh, you're Jake Paul. I saw you and Tana went to Target and it was out of control. And then me and my girl went to Target like a couple of days later and nobody talked to us. And I was like, this is we're in a good spot right we're now. A good spot. <laughs> we're in like a good, nice in between spot. Oh, yeah. We also went to yeah. a fucking cutty ass Target that there was like nobody at. So yeah, no. You guys probably went to a lit one. We went to a lit one. It was in <laughs> Woodland Hills. Fucking targets <laughs> are getting lit, bro. <laughs> Targets are getting lit. The mall in general, if you just want to cause a scene, the mall is where it's going down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one right by my house. Like, it's crazy. Like, sometimes I forget. Like, at the end of the day, I'm just, like, a fucking kid from Ohio. And, mm. like, I, I, I don't feel like like a celebrity. Like, it's weird. Like, like, I know I'm a celebrity and, like, have followers, but I don't feel like one. Like, in the saying that in the least douchey way possible. Like, you just I don't want to accept it, but like, you know? Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's I don't want to accept it, but, like, it's weird. Like, I, we'll, like, go to the mall and, like, I'll literally forget that, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm dressed like 
a dumbass and like I have to like engage with people right now and I'm like tired and like don't want to like I'm just look like a bum and like I forget sometimes like you know because I'm I, I still feel like that like regular kid from Ohio who just like who's just like your average Joe like fucking yeah. kid like I don't and know. it's weird because it's like if you do manage to like keep your hoodie up and your sunglasses on then not get recognized and you're chilling but as soon as like one or two people figure it out then it could just be really complicated yeah. it's <laughs> it also yeah it starts with like one pic because then they're like why are they taking a picture in the really? middle of the store who is that and like, you're like a spy when you go out like when i go to the mall by myself and i'm just sort of like trying to get in there and get out and you get the hoodie up and you're just trying to like make sure that none of these fucking <laughs> like, kids walking by James me realize Bond. yeah yeah it's weird things that people don't realize um I, I like actually the approach that i saw on your channel where you you're sort of doing the young kid content with mini jake paul on the separate channel yeah I thought that was smart. Yeah, because, like, it's it's weird. Like I said, like, I'm in this place where, like, I have fans, like, who love me for one thing. Mm. And and it's, like, how do I transition? It's, like, your typical. It's literally, like, and I, it's weird that I'm, like, kind of caught in it because I never thought I'd be caught in it. But it's literally, like, your typical Disney star age up process. Mm. And I'm, like, in it. And it's fucking weird, like, and it's difficult to deal with. Like, right. people, like, I, I don't think people talk about it enough, but it's like, all this, you're like this kid, and then you got, you got to like fucking grow up, and like, how do you change your fan base? So it's like, I'm trying to give a little bit of content to that like younger fan base that I do have. That mm. like, I'm like, I'm still on Disney Channel. Like, if you flip on Disney, like, I'll still be there sometimes like the if, old if it, stuff from before, before that show yeah they still air it okay. like at least once a day and so like oh, i'm i'm on disney channel like i still gain fans from that and it's like how do i give them content but then how do i uh, like also take like explain to this older crowd who probably didn't ever fuck with jake paul and like actually maybe even hated them like hey guys like if we hung out in person we'd probably be friends and like i like to party and we're just like i'm just a fucking kid like what's up like and how do i like merge those two worlds together isn't so. it weird to think that like say fast forward like 25 years if you have like a joe rogan type like just a show like on your channel but it would be the same channel of you just doing podcasts and then if you go back 20 fucking years there's these like weird ass videos you don't even relate to at all isn't that fucking crazy to think about it's weird yeah I don't even know. That's what I mean. It's like it's hard to it's hard to even think about or deal with or figure out how to navigate because there's no there's no it's different for everybody. Like Miley Cyrus had mm -hmm. to fucking come in on a wrecking ball butt naked to kind of make that transition. Right. That's true, so and that, the that's the equivalent <laughs> of a boxing match. Real talk, because that's like yeah. you have to do something very drastic to make people reconsider you. Yep. Yeah. Fucking crazy to think about. It really is. Um, what's the status of this show with Tana? Because Keemstar was tweeting saying that it was canceled. <laughs> yeah. Like, where do I start with that conversation? He, like, why do people still trust him as a news source? <laughs> I don't get it. So not true? It's not true at okay. all. It's so not true it at all. On. In fact, the, the people on set were like, this is the best pilot we've ever filmed in our whole entire lives. Like, blah, 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 blah. And they were just rambling on about how amazing everyone on the show is. But it, it, like, that's why I don't get like, how, like, how is he? Like, he could, he could say anything. Mm. He could say anything and, and people would just believe it. And I'm sure there's still like a large subset of people like this other guy who wants to fight me. His name is Dylan. And 
like he saw that news or like tweeted about it or something. Like I just saw it pop up on my Instagram and he's like, Oh, this fucking idiot. Like, like, and it's just not even true. Like now he looks dumb. Right. Like he's trying to hate on me for something that isn't true. And like, I don't know. People just are so quick to want to see other people fail in this society and like jump on cancel culture. And it's like, it's, it's honestly so like, I've just never been negative or like a hater. So like, I just don't get it. Or like having that be like a monetizable part of your life. Yeah. Like where did he even get, like, where did he get that news from? See, I don't know where he got it from. He was saying it was a tip. Like when he tweeted it, so I'm not sure the extent to which he really. But like, is it or is he just like at home bored and he's like, I'm mad because I hate Jake Paul more than anybody in this world, and I have a platform that hates him too, and I'm just gonna come up with something to drive content and views today. Like, right? But do you feel like a lot of people really hate the fucking thing with you and Tana? Was like, has that been like a weird source of negativity in terms of people just having their opinions about that? Yeah, yeah. It's weird, like, my fans don't like it more really? than more than anything else I've ever uh, seen. Like, my fans are, like, a- anti-us being married, which is weird. Uh, but, uh, like, other than that, like, it's like, I don't really... You think her fans are down with it? I don't think her fans like it either. I think... <laughs> I think her fan, like both of our fan groups, like argue about it. Like that's the most amount of negative shit I see from it. I don't think, I think the outside world just like doesn't know what to make of it. Right. Didn't Uh, Billie Eilish unfollow her over it? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Or did she I just don't like know leave why. a vomit emoji or something? Yeah, like I don't know why. I don't know if it was over that, but... <laughs> That's such a fucking I mean, funny thing to so imagine funny. Billie Eilish having like, any reaction you. to that. Yeah, like why... Like, <laughs> I think she'd be so busy, but just so much shit going on in her life yeah. that that carved out a little like, bit of her time. Fuck yeah. you <laughs> for getting married, you bitch. That meant, Unfollow. That, that wedding was the best best night of my life, bro. I feel like it wasn't. Man. I feel like you're being sarcastic. It, well, it was very much like a TV type wedding because it was like yeah. a party, and then tucked away over here, you're like doing the 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 ceremony and a lot of people didn't even know that that was happening at that time it's just being filmed over here that was yeah. kind of odd i i uh i thought it was i thought it was i thought it went horribly really yeah because the live stream was all fucked up too right <laughs> yeah that was fucked up um and just like it was all too crowded there's too many people that we didn't think that many people were gonna come and i was drunk so mm. like normally like normally like the, like when i'm at my own events and like shit's not going wrong, like or shit's going wrong, like I'm able to uh, like fix some of it mm. or like problem solve. But it's totally out of your hands. But I was just drunk as fuck, <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> oh, this, is, "This is dope." And people were like, "Stand over here!" Like I was that drunk. Like and I was like, just like, "It's not uh, your show." So you're kind. Are you kind of in the mentality of like, "I'm gonna show up and just they tell me to stand over there, I'm gonna stand there." Exactly. Just, you know? I was like, it's, "This is a party," and I was kind of like nervous. And I was just like, 
I'm going. I'm attending a party right now, and that's the mindset I took. And I was just like fucking taking shots, right? <laughs> and, uh, and then it all—it was just all went terribly. And then, yeah, that that's, I don't really remember me. much of it. It was a wild night for me because I was actually hanging out with your mom in the club. Wow. I mean, just chatting, you know, like three in the morning. She stayed in the club later than me. Like, I'm over here having a chat with the Pamster, and then she's just fucking, or her fans are the Pamsters, right? Her fans, yeah, my mom has my fans. No, no yeah, funny. but I was just hanging. I'm like, this seems really bad that his mom is still kicking it. in the. And when I say in the club, too, like, you guys had this whole, like, it was, it was like having a big apartment in the club. Yeah, we had like four different sections or some shit. Yeah, you really don't have to mingle with the common folk at all when you're in that environment. <laughs> Me and Pam. But how? Did, what did you guys fucking talk about? Like, what? What did that? What? Like, where did that even go? I don't know. It was probably mostly my girl just talking about the wedding and stuff. <sighs> my mom is such an amazing like person and interesting character. Really, I love her so much. You I think she's only... a big part of why you've been successful? Yeah, for sure. Ooh. I think both of for both of my parents, you know. I think, like, I think they did a really good job of, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm walking into, like, a comment trap hole on YouTube. Like, I think they did a really good job of raising us, and all the, the haters are going to be like, no, you fucking, they, they fucking up. suck. Greg, like, I've seen comments before failed. where they're like, yo, they should have killed the Paul brothers' parents and shit. So, uh, <laughs> I'm walking into a death trap there. But, yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, no, I think, like, they taught us a lot of great values like even though like again i'm just walking myself into a fucking trap no but do you think your parents like very much kind of raised like the kanye thing like his parents really like raised him to believe that he could be what he wanted to be did they sort of give you that mentality because a lot of kids don't have that sort of confidence yeah i think it's the i think confidence i think like my dad like you know my dad was very instrumental on like the business side confidence hard work mm. like he sent us out at I was probably 14, 13, 14. Logan was 15, 16. And so like mow lawns, snow plow people's driveways. We did the business ourselves. We managed like that. We had clients and we were like taking care of clients and he, and he showed us how to work hard. And, and we would, we would actually like buy, uh, my dad's business was he would buy like a $50,000 house. And by the way, he'd probably only have like $70,000 to his name. So he'd buy a $50,000 house and then spend like, ten thousand dollars fixing it and me and logan and him would do the work like all through the summer where this would be like every summer and we would fix up the whole entire house and then he would sell the house for like 150k or like something like that and so we were just like we would be working all summer like in the heat like 8 a.m till 8 p.m to fix up the house and like make it dope and it was hard work like these houses were like it, it was awful. And so, you know, that taught us to be, like, humble and appreciate, like, what we have. Because he wasn't even paying us. Like, we we would just do it because he was our dad. But you did, you, did that sort of show you that, like, did you see your family's financial situation change through that hard work? Like, oh, we're gradually making more money yeah. over time and, like, <clears throat> feeling more comfortable because my dad actually put in that work. Because I feel like when you yeah. see that as a young kid, that really kind of tells you something. Like, oh, I'm not stuck where I'm at. Yeah, no, 100%. I think there was, like, my dad started to get better and better, and, like, he started to become more and more comfortable, and, and then he started to, like, be able to have money to even, like, buy things and buy, buy like, car, a car or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, kind of, I guess in hindsight, it's like, yeah, it was, like, able to see, like, hard work pays off. Right. Um, but my mom, and then my mom just like, 
super super awesome like she's like the loving side of me and like the caring side and uh and i'm definitely i feel like i'm like a mama's boy so um we always like i feel like we always kind of held the family together because i feel like my brother and my dad were always like causing trouble and like drama and shit like that and like we were like the ones who were like able to like reel everyone back in together right um that's interesting. Yeah, I, was, I met your, I met your dad at the the fight. And he seemed like his guard was very up because he wasn't a hundred percent sure if I was talking to him because I was like a person who talks shit about the family online yeah, type thing. You know, well, we like, have so much of that. You know, he's like very kind of like he's like, oh yeah, okay, I've seen your stuff. Yeah. You seem like a straight up guy, like <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Like he was, he was like kind of feeling it out to make sure I wasn't about to like. Yeah, you know, secretly him roast some him shit. or some shit. Yeah, bro, I've had people like literally like secretly like record me in like a converse conversations and Whoa, shit. Really? Like, yeah, like just like the weirdest shit ever. And I and like same with my dad because it's weird. Like my dad has a fucking target on his back too. Like people don't like people get mad at Greg Paul. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know, but he's a good guy. You know what's kind of interesting to me is to see how because I feel like the vlog squad was like kind of a second like iteration on what you tried to do with Team Ten. Like this whole idea of like I have a popping YouTube channel, so I'm gonna create like a a network of people within yeah. that. But he tried to do his like more separate and shit, where where it's like you know just sort of like a loose group of people. Whereas you tried to do the thing with like the house and the people really in the house and like yeah. controlling more of a big percentage of it. Does that just seem like a like kind of a, a idea that you don't want anything to do with at this point. Yeah, like it, it just doesn't work. Right. Like it doesn't work. Like the the thing with the vlog squad is like, and I saw kind of the progression of it because they all came from Vine. So like they were all successful on their own. Right. And they were all talented, and there none of them are like signed to anybody. Mm. So there's no like business involved. Like I'm sure there's like weird shit with like, you know, like. Oh, you hung out. You're hanging out with this person, or like, I'm sure that it gets like convoluted sometimes. Um, but with me, it's like I set out to create a uh, a business, mm. and so there was contracts and business. Like when you mix business and like friendship and like living together, it just like doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work out. And uh, the hard part was I was taking people who I saw potential in. Building like, them up, like Alyssa, Alyssa Violet, right? Like right. She, she was literally like working as like a cashier, and like saw potential in her and helped her launch her career. But then it's like if they don't know what to do with all of this, like they they don't know how to work hard, they don't know how to market themselves, they don't know how to make content, or maybe they're not good at it. Like I'm not saying her as a specific example. Like I think she is fucking dope at making content and shit, but it's a lot to deal with in this world la like getting snaked over like the clubs like that's not a thing it, like where most of these kids are coming from so it was hard for a lot of them to keep their head on straight and stay focused and know what to do with the fame and the money and all of the shit that i was giving giving basically handing to them right. overnight and a lot of the the it's not that structured. It's not like you're like flying people out to join a fucking video game team and everybody knows what the mission is. The mission is to sit in your room and play video games and yeah. get really good at it. It's more like, oh, you're 
your job is to go out and be a professional socialite slash content creator basically. Yep. And it's like, wh what does that turn into? It's like, I don't know that idea. Like I was so interested watching you try to do it, but I also like having watched it, I really wonder to what extent it's even possible to really do that. It's not possible. <laughs> Thank you for me. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's weird. And it's weird because like, like I, I also was young. I mm. also was really like young trying to do it. And like, it was also like how I was learning business. There's like really in general uh, and like how to even deal with investors. Like there's just so much shit that goes into it. And I was so young and I was also having to like go out and create content. So I couldn't have my control over, mm. over it. Like I, like I wanted to um, and mixed with the fact that I was vlogging every day. So I would wake up. Sole mission is to get uh, um, f the best piece of content that is on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, do I care about Susie's feelings and why she's upset? No, mm -hmm. I, I don't. Sorry, like I don't. I don't even have time to. Right. You know, and like, and 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 like they. It was kind of. It was kind of this like mutual understanding. Like, like I'm just using Susie as a random name, but Susie didn't feel like she could come to me because they. She knew how busy I was. You know right. what I mean. And so it was just like, it just didn't. It. It was just like too, too, too much. And it sucks though. It sucks. And it kind of like. It kind of like uh, fucks with me a little bit because if if I would have had the right people who like just were able to fucking understand right. what they were there for and like what the vision was and to endure the hard times of them being upset or them being like or or the manager in their ear being like oh jake paul is taking 20 percent of you oh come over here we can get you out of that contract and uh he doesn't need to be fucking taking 20 percent. he doesn't do anything for you uh, wake up like I got you all the the followers that you have the reason why you're able to even make money so if I was able to endure if people the people on the team were able to endure like all those hard times and like push through and stick and focus to the vision like imagine if team 10 was like still a thing right now yeah. it would be the biggest fucking group on on online and uh th that's why it's like the vision was there it's just like the execution and it's it's probably my fault you know it's like i was the leader of it i'm not not even probably it's it's definitely my fault i was young and didn't have the right people around didn't pick the right people to to blow up and you know it's all just a learning experience but i i, I think it's just like it's hard to deal with influencers and young kids and fame and money and right. all that shit so when was the last time you talked to Alyssa? We recently, recently. Um, so I was trying to get her to be in uh, my music video. Right. Um, it and now occurs to me that we really haven't talked about music this whole time, even though that's kind of it's kind of a thing. The big thing besides <laughs> the boxing. Yeah. So I was trying to get Alyssa to be um, in the music video for my new song, and she was like down because I wrote the song about uh, a couple of, like different of my exes, mm -hmm. but like part one of them was her. And I was like, okay, like my marketing brain clicks on, like, how is, how do I get the most exposure? Like, okay, it'd be crazy if Alyssa was in the video and we had like squashed our beef and like, we're cool and all that stuff, which people probably don't know. Like before her and Banks broke up or after? Before. Okay. Yeah. So like I squashed my beef with Banks, squashed it with Alyssa and then they broke up after that. Um, <clears throat> but I was like, you want to be in the video? And she was like down and down, down. And she was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then, like the night before, she was just like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. Oof. 
And so, um, yeah, but that was that was the last time we talked. <laughs> oh, okay. Or no, we talked, but we talked like after the song came out. Do you feel like um, you're like hung up on her at all emotionally? No, I, there's like I've definitely had closure. I think for a lot, I think for a, a long time, I didn't realize how much I liked her until after the like I think once the shit with like Logan happened, mm. and then like I had to like kick her out, and then once she was gone, I think I realized like oh shit like. That girl was actually a really cool girl, and I actually liked her more than I thought I did. Mm. But again, I was just like fucking hustling every single day involved in my business, and that was my main priority. And so I wasn't able to really focus on the relationship that we did had, which is did have, which is why it went south on both sides of it. But yeah, I definitely went through a period where I was like, damn, that girl's dope. Like I liked her more than I realized I did. Um, but, uh, but it's been so long and there's like been closure. How do you feel when you're seeing like her calling Banks out for cheating on her as somebody who's sort of been a crucial player <sighs> on... in this whole story? Are you watching that and you're like, wow, yeah, that's fucking hilarious, but also kind of sad. It's, it's sad for Alyssa, but like, I feel like what's the, there's a lot of weird shit to talk about there, but the sad part is like, okay, Alyssa, didn't you learn your lesson like the first time to like not put your business like your relationships online mm. like that like that's where i think it's messy and then where it's also messy is like how banks came at me so hard for cheating on Alyssa mm. and like made me a villain to half the internet because i cheated on Alyssa and because uh, like you know and then he he goes and does the same thing, apparently. You guys are awesome cheaters. I'm going to be honest with you. These fucking successful YouTubers, of course they're going to cheat on you. I'm it, sorry. It doesn't yeah. matter how hot you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sad truth, dude. It's fucking fat. I'm sorry, Alyssa. No, it's it's true, dude. Like, this world, like, LA is not the fucking city to find, like, love. Do you imagine how, it's how just normal, not, gr- bro. normal girls are like, Alyssa Violet's getting cheated on by all these guys. What chance do I have to not get cheated on? No chance. I think with social media in general, like it's just so hard to be faithful in a relationship. Mm. There's so much opportunity. There's so there's so much like the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. Um, it just fucking like, and especially in LA, like you know, like there's just girl girls will throw themselves at you. You know, and especially if you're in like the club, like nightlife scene and all right. that shit, and it just gets messy, real messy, quick. real messy. Ain't that the truth? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that the new song is pretty good. Thank you, man. I was expecting it to not be that good. And I heard it. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is a lot of growth going on here. Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Uh, and even my other homies who are around who like literally don't even know who the fuck you are, pretty much. They were like, <laughs> that was good. They're like, it was good. They were, they were they were down. Thank you, man. So yeah, good. I I uh, I was really happy with the with the feedback and and uh, I've I've never actually gotten so much positive feedback on on a song that that I've done before. And I, there was a lot of like fans or people who were like, I don't like Jake Paul, but this is actually good. Right. And to me, that was like, I was like a, a mini success. I was like, yes, that's a big like, W, yeah, a big W. Because you know, I love I love music, and again, it goes back to like put the camera down from vlogging and like who am i as a person like i fucking love music right. i love boxing and like music something where like i don't have to like fucking try to like it it's end endlessly creative right. for me um and it just the process of it is so fun and it just 
and uh, and it's something that I love doing. And so I've just been putting in a ton of time to like learn learn the craft and and just try things, work hard, like put in put in my hours because you can't just like say, okay, I'm gonna do something and and become good at it. Like you have to try and fail and try and fail and try and fail. And so I've just been it's something I've been taking super seriously, like behind the scenes. Um and just yeah, just getting getting better and working with different people and um it's it's like something I see myself doing in five years. Like I wanna be on my own tours, like fucking turning up, like crowd surfing, like with my fucking older fans getting crunk as fuck. Like that's that's where I see myself going and, and uh and it's a hard it's it's gonna be hard, you know. It's not you can't just do music. There's so much competition, there's so many incredible people out there and so um for me I'm just like working working at it and seeing seeing where it goes. Are you not gonna put out the collab that you did with NLE Choppa who we just Did saw you earlier? talk to him about it? I didn't bring it up. I <laughs> thought about it a little bit, but then I yeah. remember that you said you might not even put it out, so I wasn't sure if it would... Yeah, I might I think I think I'm gonna put it out. Um it's I feel like it's gonna get backlash though. Really? Were you talking about Dracos and shit? No, not about guns. Oh, okay. But like like definitely like rapping more in it. And I think there's like obviously the stigma with my name of like, oh, like Jake Paul, like, and his music sucks because I did put out shit songs. Like fucking this old songs that like I I can't even listen to them. Like it makes my ears bleed. Right. Um, And so like obviously I have that track record of like putting out like just this like YouTube shit music. Um, but that I'm like rapping in like pretty hardcore. Uh, and so like, I just don't know what like the audience's reaction to it would be or like an outside community reaction to it. But the video is so sick. Like Mm -hmm. the music video for it is like, it's almost too fire to the point where like, like I, and I'm talking about like the video itself. I'm not even talking about the song, like Steve O's in it. Like it's obviously NLE Choppa. Like there's like helicopters and like semi trucks and Porsches and donuts and motorcycles and like it's like I put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. So it, for me, like I want to put it out, but I just don't know if like if the timing will be right because I don't want I don't want to like make a false step mm. in the music space because i've already done that new identity they're kind of pushing now yeah exactly so because i've already done i've already made like bad steps and like bad moves in the in the space and like done stupid shit and put out trash songs so i just don't want to like hurt myself or shoot myself in the foot when i'm smart enough now to like realize that uh but i don't know chop and i like are cool and like you know it happened organically that's the other thing people just be like oh he, he chopper got paid for the feature chopper got paid for the feature like he just got the bag um and i just don't want like which is not true but i don't want that to be like become a thing right um, so he didn't get paid no it just happened organically yeah chopper so right when he dropped a uh, shot of flow like a couple days later um my friend hit him up and like he showed me the video he's like yo because my one friend jay to barber is like friends with so many people shout out to jay yeah shout out jay, to jay has cut my hair before yeah he's the plug i don't he just knows like everyone somehow he's like oh like you and choppa should do something i hit i hit him up and he's down and so we, he came over to the, my house and like we we hung out 
and uh, and I had the song already recorded, and there and there was an open verse, and I, and he played it. He's like, "Oh, fuck with this!" Like he's like, "Damn!" Like I don't know, you could rap, and he just did did the verse, and that's how that's how it happened. And he's just a cool kid, like you know. I kind of seen like his yeah. rise stardom, which is fucking sick. So. He is a cool ass dude. Yeah. I mean, just I just talked to him an hour before this, and he's he's got the personality for sure. Yeah, and he's he's smart. Yeah. Knows what he's doing. So yeah, but it just like going like me going into like the like putting myself out there into the hip hop space like that. It's just like just like a like a fine line that I just like need to be careful with. Definitely. I'll I I you know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm going to play I'll play you the the video after. Oh, all right, good idea. And yeah. I want to see what you think about it. I need to see that. Um yo, so I feel like we covered like the majority of the shit, like the music, the fucking boxing, the love life, the the past business attempts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So that was a good summary. Yeah. Anything we missed? Fire. No, I think it's good, bro. Like Oh, chilling. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Thank I, you for I feel having good me, about bro. This. We have hand towels now. That's fire. You need a hand towel? I'm y'all sure you got to, plenty of team towels. But... Is this? I I saw Chapa get some merch. Do oh I yeah. Get some merch. Anything you want? We got socks. We got these new hats. I want the kandamas, bro. Oh yeah. Definitely. I always watch your videos. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? I I'm dead. Man, you might get into that shit like me and just fucking never be able to think about anything else ever again. You got some. It runs my brain. Actually, I need this one. You can get the pink one. You want the pink I one? I got this one. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. It's like a lean kandamas, but you probably know exactly what it's about. Thank you ever man. drink lean? I haven't. I haven't. Um, I got you. Do you, you like it? <laughs> no, it's bad news. You don't want it. Yeah, no. I've, I've heard it's like dangerous. It is fun. I fuck but with it's like terrifying. I fuck with like other shit, but like. Not, <laughs> but it's so normalized. Like I remember the first time someone was like, "Hey, you want some?" And I was just like, "No." But like, it's so normalized. I feel like in L.A., hell yeah. But then you forget sometimes you'd be talking about drugs and shit, and like people in fucking Iowa are just and they're like, like, "What are you doing? You did Molly." And then you forget that you're talking to seventh grade kids and fucking they have no clue, and that if you were there, yeah, don't age, do drugs. Yeah, no, that's important too. Yeah, for don't sure. don't do drugs for sure. Definitely. Damn, I'm gonna shred this one when you leave. Jake Paul, appreciate you, man. Peace out, guys. Bye. Appreciate you, G. Jake Paul, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe, nojumper.com. If you want to get yourself a condom or a hand towel. Cop that shit. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Thank y'all for watching. I'm Jake Paul. Make sure to like that and subscribe to No Jumper. We out.